0: How do you feel?
1: I feel really good. I'm so excited that I finished it. I had been thinking about this for a long time, so I'm just so pumped and very tired.
0: How, yeah, so physically though, I mean, it's what, one, two, three days? Mm-hmm. Oh, over three days later? So yeah. So feeling okay, no soreness or anything? Yeah, like? I
1: feel pretty fine. Um, a lot of my coworkers have come over to me and have asked me what is wrong with me, and one of them was like really serious about it, and I'm just like, okay, like... It's not that bad, but...
0: What do you mean, like, because they saw that you were drained, or...?
1: Well, no, they saw that I ran so many miles this weekend, and they're like, are you insane? And I'm like... Oh,
0: okay, that kind of wrong.
1: I guess so, (laughs) but I'm still here, so I feel good.
0: Well, that's the thing, is whenever we were talking to uh, random people, random strangers, uh, who didn't do the races and stuff, people were like, well, you're crazy. And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. And so is everybody else around me, because that's what we do. Uh, we, we'd be crazy.
1: Yeah. But also, I don't think it's like that crazy. Like, we set a goal, and we worked really hard to do it, and then we did it. So yeah, I think if you set a goal and really work hard at it, it anything's achievable.
0: Yeah. Sleep recovery is still still going, though. Just yeah. Just not recovered from sleep yet. But we'll make it. Yes. Um, all right. Well, I guess we can start the show. It is Wednesday, January 10th. I'm Michael Gabriel, and you're listening to Run the Small World, a new show in which I talk to friends and share my loves for Disney, running, run Disney, and whatever else comes up. Um, I'll resume regular structure in the next episode, but uh, today I have you on again. So who are you?
1: I'm Nicole Powell. I just ran my first goofy challenge with Michael Gabriel, who ran the Dopey, but um, yeah, it's my first Dopey challenge, and I'm just so happy that that I did it.
0: And you should be. Yes. You you should be very happy. And since we don't need to introduce you, and since people should already know what the Dopey and Goofy are, we can go straight into the weekend uh, and just start recapping. So I won't do the normal topics and stuff like that, the normal news stuff. So um, I have sort of a few different subtopics broken down for the recap. So um, first, let's talk costumes and race outfits. So first we'll cover ours, and then we'll cover things we saw in other people. So what were yours and how were they received?
1: So, um, I had planned to do Moana for the half marathon, anticipating the weather would be warmer, but that was not the case, unfortunately. Um, but thankfully, um, I had a backup that I had planned, um, for two years ago that just didn't work out then. Um, but I had it with me now just in case and I actually needed an extra long sleeve because it was so cold and thankfully you gave me literally the shirt off your back to run the race. (laughs) Um, So I was Kermit the Frog. I had a long sleeve green shirt and a short sleeve green shirt to layer and then I had made this collar out of uh, cloth um, and I attached it with magnets and then I wore a green headband with Kermit ears or Kermit eyes I guess. So I was Kermit the Frog and Actually, a lot of people really liked it a lot, and some people even said it was like a memorable costume, because no one really goes as Kermit the Frog, because that would be a little difficult, and I don't know, people just probably don't think about Kermit as much as a Disney property, Yeah, he's but not the is. first
0: one who comes to mind, no, for sure. No,
1: but he's definitely one of my favorites. I'm a really big Muppets fan, I think I mentioned that in the last episode, so yeah, Kermit was, was really fun.
0: Awesome, and um, what were favorites that you saw on other people?
1: For the half marathon, we saw, I saw this uh, couple that was Lady and the Tramp, but they were like cardboard cutouts of like the heads and they were attached by a string, like the spaghetti scene from Lady and the Tramp. So they must have literally ran next to each other, like being the Lady and the Tramp spaghetti sipping scene, which was really funny. (laughs) So I really liked that costume. And that was the only one that really stood out to me for the half marathon, I think. Cause I was just like, focus on like, surviving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how about the full? Anything that you saw there?
1: Um, I'm trying to think about costumes I saw for the full. I think everyone did like a really great job. Like, there's tons of like Minnie Mouse's and Mickey Mouse costumes. So it's, uh, I saw a lot of Finding Nemo and Dory. Um, nothing like that like stood out like crazy. Cause I was also like just trying to focus and like get there. But I, thought, I think everyone at these races look really incredible. So um, for the full, I was kind of like, I wasn't really a character. I just dressed as kind of like Epcot. So I wore a shirt that had the Spaceship Earth pattern on it. And then I had these leggings that looked like spacey-ness. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of it. But a lot of people liked my shirt also.
0: Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, the first time, and uh, you got a picture of it with... Uh... you know, the actual Spaceship Earth in the background, and that's really cool. Yeah. Um, Cool. So uh, I saw, I did four races, which meant I have four races worth of costumes, both from me and from other people. Uh, For mine, I did, let's see, let's go in order. For the 5K, I did Oswald, the Lucky Rabbit, Uh, and that was a really simple costume. It was basically exactly the same as previous Mickey Mickey Mouse costumes, just some black uh, running tights, a black, like, running Under Armour shirt, uh, some dark blue, sort of almost gunmetal blue kind of uh, shorts that look kind of like an old cartoon blue. And then Oswald ears, which felt very weird to run in because they're very tall and you can feel them with every step just sort of wobbling. I thought but... you looked
1: really good in that. Well, thank like, you. When you. were cross- I, That picture of you crossing the finish line, I was like, that looks, you look just like Oswald. <laughs> I thought that was solid.
0: Yeah. Um. I will put in the show notes a link to my Instagram kind of wrap up post for just pictures Um, for my pictures, for like costumes and stuff like that, as well as for, um, my food summary Instagram post, and I'll probably link to a couple of yours as well. So, um, so that was my 5k. My 10k was Sorcerer Mickey, which went over really, really well. Um, and that was the first day. So that's when I started really recognizing people and talking to people. And I realized some people there are starting to recognize me from previous run Disney races, and I'm starting to recognize them, uh... So one guy, he go, he sees me in the Sorcerer Mickey outfit and he he asks, were you here for Wine and Dine in November? And I was at Wine and Dine, so I said yes. And he's like, were you in a Chef Mickey costume? And I was like, yes, yes, I was. He's like, I thought you looked familiar. And that just made me feel really good about myself because <laughs> I do put a lot of work into a lot of these costumes that they're a bit more elaborate than most costumes, even for people who do them, and especially more elaborate than almost anybody in Wave A does. And it's fun to to put forth that effort. Um
1: you totally deserve that credit for Chef Mickey. <laughs> that must have been really difficult to run. It, it was so, so
0: difficult. It was it was chafing like crazy and very sweaty. Very uh, memorable. <laughs> um, I would have done... I would have appreciated that warmth this time around. Because oh, it yeah. was just so cold. It was so cold. Um, so after that, I did... Oh, oh, and I have to say that this is the first time where I've noticed other significant Wave A costume runners. Now, part of it, I'm sure there have been before uh, some, but, like, I have probably been so focused on getting through the races because they weren't just... They weren't things I was super used to before, but now I'm able to just spend the mental effort to look at everybody else and stuff, and so I did see a few others. Um, there was this one guy, uh, his name is Arno, from, I think, the Netherlands, and he was in all four races just barely behind me, uh, and he was carrying a GoPro for all four races, and I don't remember what his costume was for the first race, but for one of them, he was... Uh, he was um, What's his name? Uh, Roger Rabbit, uh, which is so great because that's also not one that you see often at Disney. And so, not a lot of people got it immediately. Some people would just tell him he was being late because they thought he was the White Rabbit. But those <laughs> of us who got it really liked it. Uh, and so, he and I ran together for segments before I would go off. And none of us was, neither of us was taking it super seriously. But, like, he just wanted to take video and stuff, which meant that he was a little bit behind me. And then uh, he also did uh, Olaf for one of the races, which was super great as well. Uh, I really wish I remembered one of his other costumes that was that was really good, but I, I don't remember. I know that I saw three of them, and I can only remember two for for now. For the half marathon, I haven't mentioned that yet. What did I do? Uh, I did Goofy because of the Goofy challenge. Uh, I haven't done Goofy before, and that one was probably the most like true to form, like straight up. I look like the character. Now that said, Goofy's also an easier one to do, and so I've seen a lot of other good Goofies. Oh yeah,
1: um, I saw a ton of people dressed as Goofy this year. Yeah. With the big hat and everything, which I thought you were crazy for wearing. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, I was very thankful for the warmth. All four of my costumes had hats uh, and the last three of them actually provided warmth that I was really thankful for. So that was really great. Um, So yeah, I really liked the, the goofy costume. And again, other people do it, but you generally don't see that detailed and full on an outfit at the front. Like I've never worn... With, or never run with shorts that baggy on me before. And, I mean, they're like full on basketball length shorts. And normally I run in like the super, super short shorts that leave nothing to do with the imagination. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, But it was a fun costume. It went over really well. Um, I got some great photos with Goofy on the course because of it. Uh, and then for the fa- last one, I did Dopey. And that was a much simpler costume. I actually had this costume. My aunt helped me by stitching something onto the long sleeve shirt for the large buttons that Dopey has. And I was supposed to run it last year for the full marathon, but because the half got canceled and it ended up being so cold for the half last year, the only costume I had that had pants was my Donald Duck costume, which was supposed to be for the half. So I moved that to the half and then moved the dopey costume to this year. Um, but it, it went well. And there were plenty of dopeys as well for the dopey uh, marathon, for, yeah, the full marathon. But uh, I'm pretty sure I was the first dopey to finish, which is great, because um, we'll get to kind of a highlight moment for, for me. Um that really just kind of, kind of hit. Um,
1: I felt like you were definitely one of the more to true dopeies. like you could definitely tell when someone was dressed as dopey, but no one had like the long sleeve baggy shirt and like the hat and everything. So I felt like you were like the complete package, like the shirt really tied it in.
0: I think that was, I remember, I mean, it's been over a year since I kind of picked everything up for it, but yeah, I wanted to do a really baggy shirt that was like overflowing and loose and stuff. And, um, I unfortunately didn't get to see many costumes just because in Wave A you don't see that many costumes. Um, I guess the next topic is uh, what did you think of the races themselves? You did two of them, the half and full. So uh, let's start with uh, race mornings.
1: Oh my gosh. The first race morning was so cold. I was really sad that it it got pretty cold in Orlando, especially because this week it's like 70 degrees now. Um, This was definitely the, the coldest I've ever done a race in. Um, just cause we're from Atlanta and 30 degrees start time does not happen here, really. Um, yeah. especially not for races that I've ever done.
0: Except for, you know, the race I did on the first, which was 19 degrees. Oh which yeah. Is, that, that really helped me a lot because yeah. it sort of reset my scale. So it's like, yes, this is cold, but I can deal with colder. So I know I'll survive.
1: Nice. <laughs> I was not fortunate enough to have that experience. I did <laughs> fortunate. Play, yeah, I know. I, I did do some long runs in the cold because that's it does get a little bit cold in Georgia, but I was just like pretty sad that it was cold in Orlando, um, especially because I had the scrap Moana. But um, the race mornings were fun. It was a lot of waiting because we're not... Unfortunately, I'm not in like Corral A level, but um, it is kind of a long wait, but it's totally worth it Like once you get up there. Um, the half marathon was really fun. It's just, it's tough when you're in the crowds in the back because you really, I feel like half my energy, well, not half, but like a lot of my energy is spent on like weaving through everybody. Yeah. And I know people are like, like everyone was really good about raising their hand and like
0: getting to the side.
1: Yeah. But also there was like a lot of people walking like four to a row and it's just like, it's just hard to keep that momentum and stopping and going and um yeah it is like a little bit harder back in the crowds
0: that's unfortunate so just so people know for general race etiquette if you're gonna stop when you're running raise your arm before you stop so the people behind you know because a lot of the time without you realizing it somebody is about a half step or one step behind and if you just stop they very well could collide into you hurting both of you uh so if you raise your arm beforehand they know that you're about to stop and then you have a chance to stop and they have a chance to kind of move around you or slow down so they don't hit you. Uh, and and then you, of course, want to move all the way to the right if you're walking. Uh, and then, yeah, you generally don't want to have more than two people side by side on a race, unless it's a really, really hugely wide course. But even then, even if you have more people, it's best to just limit yourselves to two side by side. Because if you're in an area where you're going to be walking or jogging side by side with somebody and you're not in the very front of a large race chances are there are going to be lots of people who are running at slightly different paces from you, who are trying to get around you, and so on. And if everybody just kept themselves with their parties to just two by two, it would make things so much smoother. Um, yeah.
1: And I, yeah, and I'll and i say that I was also guilty of, like, getting in people's way just because I would try to get to either side pretty quickly. Um, if I couldn't make it to the right, I would try to get to the left, at least to, like, clear the middle path. But I definitely was, like, guilty of, like, getting in people's way, so, you know...
0: It happens. It uh, happens. My, my first marathon, I quite literally collided with another guy's oh legs and both of us nearly fell. Mm. Like we just kind of did a spin and stuff. And I, I I, mean, I just yelled at him like, I'm so, so sorry. And you could tell initially he was angry, but he kind of like saw the apologetic look on my face and kind of calmed down. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> uh, and sort of like got himself under, under, I, I don't want to say control because like, I understand him being angry at me for it because I was behind him and I was, it was just, again, that. My first two marathons, which were New York City and Disney two years ago, were to where I started in the back. So I was weaving in and out of people the Mm whole time. So it's been a while since I've had that experience, but I know what it's like. And it was a lot of effort. Yeah, Yeah.
1: definitely. But the half marathon was fun. Uh, Running through the Magic Kingdom is awesome. One thing that I was a little disappointed about was um, so by the um, resorts, they have a meet and greet for Mary Poppins typically. Um, but they only had the penguins out this year for yeah. both the half and the full. And I wanted a picture with Mary Poppins, but that's okay. Um, I have a lot of pictures with Mary Poppins, but that was my small pet peeve. Well, the...
0: maybe, maybe next year you'll have to do it again, and then you can be Mary Poppins for a race, and hopefully she'll be there. Yes. So you get both. That would be nice. Um, so uh, on that note, though, with character stops, they had a lot of character stops for the half. So I noticed... The five and 10 had a little bit more than I'm used to, but the half had 30 character stops. I, and I know. What, 30? 30. Uh, and I know that because I. Have, I started getting to know people, and now I have little birdies who may may be staff uh, and uh, who tell me things, and I'll get to that later. But, um, but one of them was mentioning that, yeah, this is 30, which is by far the most they've ever had for a half. And they had not quite the same margin more, like, percentage-wise for the full, but they also had a lot more than they normally do for the full as well. And unofficially, I heard that this was sort of kind of an apology for the Disneyland races being canceled. Um, so they're just trying to get a lot more of the characters in. But as such, so how was your experience with the character stops? Because for me, like, there's no waits for any of them.
1: There are, the waits for the character stops, um, for me, were really long. And I'm not, like, a big person that likes to stop for characters, um, except for Mary Poppins, of course. But I like to, like, just look at them and be like, oh, that's awesome, and just, like, keep on moving, because I just, like, want to keep on moving. Because um, stopping and waiting in line is just, like, Ugh, Especially when it's
0: cold. Your muscles will literally just tighten up and stuff, and it makes it hard.
1: Yeah, definitely. And so I'm I'm okay not stopping for characters. um, As long as I, like, if I really like them, I'll take a picture of it, like, on the side. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm not, like, crazy about stopping. So I try to avoid that as much as possible.
0: Yeah, I know that. uh, So I didn't stop for any at all for my first Disney marathon because I was in the back and they had the lines, and there was no way I was going to stop for that line. But as time's gone on, I've probably stopped during somewhere between half to a... uh, half to two thirds of all the Disney races I've gone. And part of it is just because I don't have weights. If I did, I would stop much more rarely for very particular ones. Um, just because the characters called out to me or something. So one of the very, very first ones I stopped for was my, I guess it it was the third race that I did. I didn't stop for the 10 K at, um, and wine and dine when I was Mickey. I didn't stop for any characters, I don't think. But for the half, I did towards the end because I was Aladdin for that race, and uh, Genie was there towards the finish line. And uh, the people on the side, the cast, were like, "Oh, look, it's Aladdin! Genie's right here!" And I didn't process what they said, so I passed them. And this was—he was the last character, like before the final stretch. And then, and then they—I hear them just go, "Aww!" And I look back, and I realize he's there, so I ran back to him, got the photo, and then went on. Nice. Um, so that was fun. But yeah, that was really towards the end. And after that, I was like, you know what? Let me just get pick like I'll pick individual ones. And this one I was fading a little bit towards the end of the the full marathon um, energy wise. And so I was using it for really short breaks. Since I didn't have lines, I didn't actually get to stop for long. I was just running straight to the actual stop and then would stand still for about two seconds until the photographer gave me the thumbs up and then I would head out again. But it helped and they were fun so uh oh and one of them was probably my favorite run disney moment to date which is when i was about a mile and a half from the end of the race from the full marathon and i hear dopey in a high-pitched way and i look up and i realize oh that's snow white and so i run over to her and get a picture before moving on and it was just so neat because of course the princesses are the few characters who are allowed to talk and it was great because she you know was in character as she recognized me and that was so much fun
1: Yeah, I thought – I can't even, like, remember all the characters from the half marathon because I feel like for that one I was just like, just go, just go. (laughs) Or, like, I was also, like, thinking, like, pacing myself because I had the full marathon the next day and I've never done that before. Um, So – but I thought the full marathon was, like, really exciting. I definitely have some highlights that I want to talk about uh, that I saw in the course that I was just like, no way. Like, this is so cool. Um,
0: Go for it. Just start – Tell me about the full.
1: Um, Well, first I was disappointed because Miss Mary Poppins was not out, but that's okay. Um, But that long stretch between uh, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, they had like old vehicle rides from like past rides at Walt Disney World. And one of them was a Nautilus. And I was just like so excited to see that. I was just like, no way they have, they like, I couldn't even believe they still had one because I've heard rumors that they just got like rid of them. And it was just like so nice to see it up there displayed. And I've, so the Nautilus is from an old ride at Walt Disney World um, from 2000 Leagues Under the Sea. And it's an incredible structure. And they even have like a nice tiki mug at Trader Sam's that you can buy. But it's just like so cool and it's massive. And I, I didn't take a picture with it because I didn't want to stop, but I did like a lot of pictures of it. And then, um, yeah, they just have like a lot of cool, like weird stuff from Walt Disney World's past. And they had Oswald, which I was, like, really starstruck to see Oswald. Because he's usually a California kind of character. But I was Mm -hmm. just like, Oswald in Walt Disney World. Yes.
0: Yeah, they still don't have him in the actual park anywhere. No. But this is the second time I've seen Oswald during a race. So, really? Yeah. That's
1: so surprising to me.
0: People were blown away the first oh. time. Like, people at the finish line were talking about Oswald unprompted. They were just like,
1: can you believe they had Oswald on the
0: course? And I didn't, at the time, understand the significance. And then afterwards, I learned that, oh, he's not anywhere in the parks. Yeah. So. No,
1: I was like, when I saw him around the corner, I was like, what? So I got a like quick shot of him and just like, kept on moving.
0: Yeah. Um, any other highlights from the races?
1: Hmm. I think those were my favorite just because I had never seen those kind of items or like those kind of like things on the course. Um, I really like the marching bands a lot. Like, I think they're the best. I love that. They're, I always
0: try to dance for them as I'm passing them. So
1: I, lo- I was in marching band in high school, and so I really appreciate a good a good high school band.
0: There were fewer on the half than I, and it seems like a lot of us were talking about it um, on the morning of the full, a lot of us who were there the previous day, and we think that maybe it was just so cold that they didn't want to put this, the kids out there for it. But it was warm enough on Sunday, thankfully, that it seemed more reasonable. And I think they had about the normal number yeah. on Sunday. so. Totally. Cool. Um. Oh, and we didn't talk about uh, pre-race entertainment where something happened. Uh, oh, so yeah. <laughs> before every race, they have kind of these MCs. Um, oh, my gosh. I can't remember their names. What are their...
1: Uh... I couldn't tell you. Um...
0: I know them. Uh. I feel terrible. I have forgotten their names. (laughs) I I will come back next week and I'll tell you. But they're the same two who kind of do the main entertainment before every run Disney race. And they're really fun. And you sort of get to know them. And they they will kind of interview people at different areas around the the course. And those interviews, part of it is they're up on the screens to entertain the 27,000 people up there for the half marathon or the full marathon and smaller, but still several thousand people for the 5K and 10K before they get to run. Because you're there so early beforehand. And um, before the half marathon, one of them kind of threw it to the other. And she was completely caught off guard when the camera was already at her and her mic was live. So she just turned and I'm standing right there at the very front of wave A. And so she just goes, walks over to me and sees me in my goofy costume. And she's like, hi there, and looks down and sees my name on the, on the bib. She's like, hi there, Michael so what's your name? (laughs) As you can see, I'm not entirely awake because she totally did that by accident, not on purpose. And then we we started talking and I got to crack jokes. And it's I really, I mean, I like attention. (laughs) And I like talking. Uh, So I was really, very comfortable in that environment, even though I was completely caught by surprise. Um, And uh, so a lot of the time, you have people who are interviewed who are just they're not comfortable doing it, and you can tell, and they just don't know what to say, or they just, you know, people will be like, so what do you like to, uh, why do you like to come to these? And they're like, well, I I like running. And And that's uh, fine. And I like Disney. The last
1: guy that they (laughs) interviewed was definitely that guy.
0: Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, right? But but this is supposed to be entertainment. So uh, I made jokes, got some people to laugh. I kind of... Very, made it very clear that I was sarcastically saying this, but I was, like, talking up the fact that my main reason for being here is to go fast and pass people. Uh, and it was obvious. I mean, I was dressed in a full goofy costume, is very clear, and I was making it clear that it was not the case. So uh, people laughed about it. Some of the people around me were like, hey, that was really good. So I felt felt good about that. Um, and so it was fun. Uh, it was a really neat thing that I haven't had before. Um, yeah, so. Nice. Do you have any other things about, like, just... Related to the race weekend specifically, because we're running low on time.
1: True. Um, I guess I wanted to talk about, um, so a lot of people have come up to me and be like, this is like a crazy thing that you did. Um, I I want to say that I never grew up running. I grew up swimming, which is a cardio, but uh, very different from running, I would say. And I and I want to say that, like, honestly, anyone if, could do something like this. And I would say that this is easily, like, one of the, like, best ways to start running because Orlando is like really flat and it's really distracting and fun. And there's no pressure. And there's, yeah. Because the
0: time goals, I'm pretty sure that these have the slowest time requirements of any marathon in the country.
1: Totally. So So a lot of people were like, are you crazy for doing this? And I'm like, not really. I just wanted to do better than my last marathon and up the ante with the extra half marathon. And I'm excited to say that hard work paid off and I an hour better than my first marathon time
0: which is fantastic yeah
1: but i was like really not prepared for that first one like woof really bad (laughs) but um yeah i want to say that anyone could really they put their mind to it run like keep a schedule they could totally do this i'm a big
0: believer in that i think pretty much anybody who is more or less healthy can can do it Uh, and it's just it takes time it does different time time, different amounts of time for different people to get there but you can do it
1: yeah i was looking at my uh my mileage time when I first started, and it was, like, really, 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 really slow. But uh, it takes a lot of time, and it comes a long way. I will say during the marathon, marathons are really long. Marathons yes. Marathons are really you long. You spend a
0: lot of time on your feet.
1: Oh, my gosh. I will say mile 20, I start to, like, lose my sanity. And <laughs> I have to, like, start thinking, thinking to myself, like, don't lose yourself. Like, don't lose your mind because you're losing it right now. <laughs> Just keep moving. So marathons are long. more
0: training would adapt that would, would yes, cover that though so it,
1: t- it definitely would i wish i had done a little bit more training but you know we got there
0: cool um so i have just a few quick little other things to, to cover real fast um let's see there was uh, the woman who i mentioned before who won the full uh she won the overall wine and dine half she was there again for the full uh and you know, of course one for the women's bracket and did really well. And that was cool to see her along with some of the other competitive people up front. Um, so I have little birdies who tell me things now, which is really cool. So cause I'm making connections. Um, it looks like the Disneyland, the Disneyland race cancellations were specifically because of parking problems at Disneyland parks. So, uh, with all the new stuff they're building, they made requests to Anaheim for licensing to build or for permission to build new, uh, New parking decks, those got rejected, so the areas where they would normally use to stage the Disney races are used for parking now, and so they c- couldn't do them. But they intend to bring them back at least, you know, in a in two or three years, but they will two be gone for years. today. Uh, uh, yeah, so they definitely will be gone this year and next year, maybe the year after that, but we'll see. Bummer. Also, though... Um, So this is unofficial, but it sounds like they hope to at some point make races in all of their parks around the world instead of just Disneyland, Disney World and Disneyland Paris. So uh, that that's really cool. Uh, One day I'll get to do that. Um, Yeah. So uh, you have anything you're looking forward to in the short to medium term for for running?
1: Uh, I, I do intend to keep it up and I'm just excited to run the. Disneyland Half Marathon in September.
0: The Paris one. Paris
1: one, yes. Yes. Disneyland Paris. Yes, Yes. me too. Cool. I'm excited.
0: Um, So I have a bunch coming up. Um, Spring is a busy season for me, so I am doing the Star Wars Virtual Half Marathon, which we just heard about and just went active while we were in Orlando. Um, It's a kind of, you just run 13.1 miles on your own anywhere and you submit the time and you get a medal or a challenge medal if you go to do the Star Wars Half, the Star Wars Dark Side Half in April, which I'll be doing. I'm doing the Princess Half Marathon weekend with a bunch of friends. I'm doing the 5K and the 10 and a half challenge. Uh, I will be pacing the Publix Georgia Marathon in March. It'll be my first time as a pacer, and I'll be doing that with the Atlanta Track Club. And I'm really excited about that because it's going to be a new experience for me to be able to encourage people over the course of an entire marathon. Um, I'll be pacing the 3-hour, 45-minute group, which is a pretty comfortable pace for me, and I should be even faster by then because after the Dark Side Half, which is in April... Uh, so we have uh, February, March, and April races now. Uh, in May, I'm going to be making a Boston qualifying attempt. And uh, hopefully that will be the Sugarloaf Marathon in Maine. And that means this whole spring, I'll be speed training and trying to get myself to be able to break three hours for a marathon, which I don't know if I have it in me, but I hope I do. Um, it'll it'll be close. You got this. So uh, that's it. So thank you, Nicole, for being my first and second guest, so my first repeat guest and so far my only guest. uh, I appreciate it a lot. It was a blast on the weekend. Oh my
1: gosh, it's so much fun.
0: And uh, to everyone listening, thanks for listening. Tune in next time. And if you want to follow me on Instagram to see race photos and Disney photos, uh, I am uh, A-U-H-I-M. I I don't really have a proper pronunciation, but let's say A-U-H-I-M. Nicole, do you want to... Oh yeah, I'll
1: plug myself. Um, I am at... N-I-C-O-L-E-P-O-W-1 on Instagram.
0: So Nicole Powell 1.
1: Yep. So I post all my adventures there. You can see me there.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, that's the show. Bye. <laughs> I'm really excited about Princess. And, uh, I can't wait and hopefully to see
1: costumes. This,
0: and hopefully after this weekend, we'll either have the... Uh, Disneyland Paris half booked or be close to it. Yeah. uh, Because we'll have to figure out if we're going to do other stuff over there. True. I don't know what I'm going to do in the month of March when I don't go to Disney. (laughs) Because I'll have done November, December, January, February, and uh, and February trips. And then again in April, but no March trip.
1: No March trip. Yeah. I don't know if I'll actually be back to Walt Disney World. This year? This year. I don't know. Because I just feel like we've gone so many times over the past three years that I kind of want to, like, give it a break. But I know probably I'll just break down and go one day.
0: Yeah, you probably will. Yeah, I, I I'll, I'll find a way to, to nudge you into it.
1: Oh, well, I should join you for one of the races, the Wine and Dine, right?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I feel like I should do that.
0: Yeah, so anybody listening, I want as many people there as possible for the Wine and Dine because that'll be the end of my Disney running year where I do all the races. And I'm going to need people to help me carry, carry all, all the medals, medals. For, the, for the photo it's at gonna the end. It's going to be a
1: party. <laughs> and that's the half...
0: And a 10K? I mean, it has a 5K, 10K half. And the challenge is a 10 and a half. Yeah. They're all the same except for uh, Marathon Weekend, which has an additional full. And is therefore shifted one day earlier in the week.
1: Yeah. I think I would. I'll do that.